Actually, they came up a little short against the Sharks last night, but we're proud of the girls for making it to the playoffs. Uh, also, Delcom traveled and played Loyola Prep last night. I haven't heard any news on on that uh, game, though, to see if uh, they're going to advance into the second round or not. Gotcha. So, talking to Ms. Helms and Delcom this morning. Um, let's see. Uh, just some announcements, maybe, uh, that people might be interested in. Next week, November the 8th, our schools will be uh, closed for Election Day. Uh, 16 of our school sites are being used as uh, precincts for voting. Um, so there will be no school for students on November the 8th. All of our district offices will, will be open on that day. Um, this month, November, is National Literacy Month for families, and we're going to be doing some activities throughout the month of November, um, promoting some uh, resources for parents to help their kids with uh, learning to read, uh, through our Facebook pages, and our schools will be sponsoring some activities throughout the month, so we invite parents to pay attention to their school calendars and the announcements from uh, from their principals for National Family Literacy Month for the month of November. And next week, we will be celebrating uh, Veterans Day in the district, and we have a Veterans Day program scheduled on November the 11th, uh, next Friday at Bell Place Middle School at 115. And so we invite parents of the students and any veterans in the community who would like to attend uh, to attend that Veterans Day program at Bell Place Middle School next Friday. Very good. Very good. Uh, bad news, uh, Delcom uh, swept last night uh, at Loyola Prep. Oh, great. Thanks for providing that for yeah. us. Well, congratulations to uh, those to girls. To get there. Yeah. 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 It was good uh, effort for both of those teams. Um, so let's talk about the meeting last yeah, night. Yeah, uh, yeah. we had a... Um, couple things of note that we may have some interest in, and uh, one is that uh, our sales taxes for October continue to, to climb. We're, we're looking at a 7% increase uh, this October compared to last October, so that's, that's great news for Iberia Parish, and we definitely uh, want to encourage, you know, uh, residents to continue to shop Iberia, do their shopping here, and, and it supports our local school systems and our, and our teachers. In fact, uh, we vote... In November and June, we uh, we vote to um, issue a deferred payment to our teachers and staff, and that's all based on sales tax collections. And that payment has been static for many years. I think since 2014 was the last time that that amount that we pay out has changed, but it will have a slight increase this year based on the, the increased uh, collections that we have. That's not a permanent increase. Right. It, it fluctuates based on the collections, but... Uh, but we're happy to be able to do that for our teachers and staff. So uh, that will be coming with their November deferred payment. So that's some good news. Real good. Real good. Um, the, the board took up an issue last night with uh, SPED cameras, cameras in our special education classrooms. And this is as a result of an act that was came through the state legislature in the last session, uh, Act 588. And um, this was the second time the legislature tried to, to, to pass this and put this into law the first time was two years ago, uh, and it passed, but it was unfunded, so mm -hmm. no one was required to do it. Well, this year they came back and they, they put some money behind the act, and uh, they're going to be sending each district an allocation of funds uh, for this purpose. So it is a mandate then? It is a mandate, and but it, it's not automatic an automatic mandate. This is how it works. It's, it's, it's a little tricky, but uh, the money is there, and it's in a pot. And last night we had to adopt policies and procedures about uh, how we go about installing and operating those cameras. And so uh, what the, the act requires is that it's on a request basis. 
So uh, if a parent of a special education student who's in a, a special education class for the entire day, so these are like self-contained students, more of our severe profound students with disabilities, uh, maybe nonverbal, maybe confined to a wheelchair, those, those are the types of classrooms that we're, we're talking about here. Uh, and those, those parents can make a request to the director of special education in writing, and we have some forms that have been developed, and they could request a camera be placed in the classroom, um, and we will uh, evaluate that request. There are some criteria that we look for. Um, if the parent uh, is claiming that there's any physical or mental abuse or if the services aren't being rendered to their child, you know, then, then that would justify a claim. Then we would go to that pot of money that has been sent to us from the state and install a camera in that classroom. Um, and then the camera records constantly. Uh, it's not monitored, but then if a complaint arises, uh, we go back and pull the footage. Sure. And, yep, and that's, that's how that's going to work. Um, it's not something the parent can log on to and look live or anything like that. No, absolutely yeah. not. We have to, we have to still protect the the identity and the rights of the other students sure. in the classroom. So, um, and if actually as part of the law, if that any of that footage would need to be, um, you know, taken up for subpoenaed for 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 any type of action that might happen. We are required to blur out any other students, so sure, we had to. Sure. We'll have to purchase, you know, special technology to be able to edit footage and and uh, voice, and because the cameras are required to have voice and and uh, audio and visual. Gotcha. So, uh, so yeah, it's a it's a big deal, um, but there's a lot of red tape to. It's, it's not just an automatic. Oh, we're putting cameras in every classroom. So, right, right. So that's how the law was written. There's, there's our attorney thinks there's a lot of holes in. In the legislation, and so um, it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds, you know, not just in Iberia, but in other districts sure. as well. All the districts had a, uh, a deadline of um, December 30th to submit policies and procedures. So, gotcha. so all of those should be rolling in from districts around the state. So, All right. Any other highlights uh, from last night's meeting? Uh, that's about it. The rest of it was just normal financial, you know, monthly, monthly things. We, we did have... Uh, a presentation from a candidate uh, who came to speak to us. I think uh, Reverend Payne, running for the congressional district, came to visit with the board last night and, uh, and talk about his his campaign. Um, did, did he have concerns about uh, litter boxes in schools? About what? He, he's the one who suggested that there were litter boxes in schools in Vermilion Parish. Uh, which, I heard uh, about that. It's, it's a hoax, uh, you know. Nationwide, uh, these kids who want to uh, identify as cats, and so there's this ridiculous rumor out there that schools are actually complying with this. And he perpetuated that myth at the uh, parish council last week. Well, he and, didn't bring it up to the school board uh, last and, night. Just so because uh, he would have been uh, told <laughs> you're you're and you're wrong. <laughs> I, I think because you guys would know better. About such things, right? Now that's a new one for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. first I heard. No, yeah. nope, he didn't bring it. It was very generic. Just let okay. us know that he's running and, and and talked a little bit about his campaign. But that was about it. There you go. All Otherwise, right. he sounded sane, and and then I'm, all of a sudden he blurts that out. I'm like, where are you coming from? <laughs> but anyway, anyway, yeah. Um, I'd like to share uh, our employees of the month this month again. You know, this is a program that we we started this year and. Um, this is our second month we're recognizing that now that October has come to an end, we look through all of the nominations for the month of October, and we have uh, five employees that I'd like to just 
recognize, if you give me a moment. Yeah. Uh, our elementary teaching uh, staff, employee of the month, is Miss Melissa Armentor. She's a librarian out at Jefferson Island Elementary. Um, does great things out there in the library. Um, our middle and high school teaching staff is Miss Kristen Dayreese, and she's an English, eighth grade English teacher over at Bell Place Middle School. I think the most excited person to receive the award this month was the head custodian at New Iberia Senior High, Mr. Kenneth Barado, uh, very well deserving. Mr. Barado um, is there from sunup to sundown at all of the football games, and that, you know, really, really he's the heart and soul of Nish and keeps it going every day. So Excellent. We appreciate Mr. Barado. Um, our administrator of the month is Ms. Dana Robertson. She's a new principal over at Sugarland Elementary in her first year, and uh, so that's that's a great honor to be uh, chosen already. Just two months or two or three months into her job, and our district staff member of the month, uh, employee of the month, is Mr. Johnny Romero, and he's the assistant manager over in our maintenance department and was recognized by his peers. So uh, we want to congratulate all of those employees. No, no doubt about it. Anything else uh, before we let you go? That's about all I have this morning. All right. Uh, again, Heath Hulan joins us uh, usually on the Thursdays following school board meetings, uh, which are basically the first and third Wednesdays each month. But we'll look forward to the next time. All right. Thank you. Thanks you for having us.